Hey, hi, and hello. Um, yeah, it has been a while for Slow Burn, but I am excited to be back and to talk about the past few days. Maybe I'll do a pullout over the past few weeks for me because it has been absolutely wild, but I am excited to be back from the Panama International Burlesque Festival to the Burlesque Hall of Fame to the Keyhole Club in Detroit, now finally back home in Sweet Home Chicago. But today, I want to focus on talking about my time at the Burlesque Hall of Fame. Um, I know a lot of people are doing Facebook posts and such, but frankly, I just have so many big feelings about it that I think that it is still too big for a Facebook post. So I'm just going to go ahead and talk it through. And it might be a little bit of a jumble, but I have been spending the past few days trying to figure out just what I want to say and how I want to say it. But all of that said, here goes. Um, I am so excited about the Burlesque Hall of Fame. And I am so excited about what I saw and just what I got to experience during that weekender. So first off, uh, this is my second time performing at the Burlesque Hall of Fame in the Movers, Shakers, and Innovators Showcase. The first time was 2019. And then this year, uh, both acts were... I would say maybe opposites of each other. My act in 2019 was an incredible slow burn, um, fabric-centric, just very, very slow and sexy. And this year was nothing but fast, funky fringe. Um, absolutely just wild act um, to Daz Band's Let It Whip, one of my favorite songs. Uh, the costume was by Serena Starr. Um, and this time, as a difference... I danced in tennis shoes for the first time. Normally, I would dance uh, in heels, but I'm finding that I am starting to have a little bit of trouble dancing too fast acts in heels. It actually, it's making my feet hurt. And so after a little brainstorming, I decided, well, why not just dance in tennis shoes? <laughs> just dance in sneaks. So uh, I got some tennis shoes from... Uh, Love Pastry. I didn't even know that that was a dance company. You can tell I don't have a dance background. Uh, and then I had the amazing Miss Nixon stone them for me. Um, if you need any stoning, definitely reach out to Nixon. She's absolutely outstanding when it comes to rhinestoning. Um, so yeah, that was the costume and the act and pulling it down into four minutes was a journey, but it made it work. Um, but getting on that stage, there are just certain things and certain, I don't know, I think there's just like certain stages and certain events that just really speak deeply to your soul. And being on that Orleans stage for movers and shakers in front of all of your peers and people who love you and people that you love and idolize and look up to and to be able to share your joy of what you do as a performer on that stage is just just mind-blowing and I am so incredibly incredibly thankful that I had the opportunity to do that so I want to thank Midnight Martini and Bazooka Joe two of my Chicago boos for uh choosing me to be in that showcase it was 
such an honor to be there and to represent Chicago and to represent funk and to just uh, have a really, really awesome time. I had an opportunity to finally watch the act last night. Thank you, Minda May. Um, And holy cow, I don't think I've ever looked so happy on stage. And that was, I think that was the biggest thing was just how happy I was being on stage and performing. And I think that that is definitely a reflection of where I am and what my headspace is like being in burlesque right now is just happiness and just joy of doing what I do and performing the way that I perform. So that was my act itself. So pulling back out a little bit, I also want to congratulate and applaud all of the people from Chicago. Um, I've been saying it for a while and I probably will say it until, I don't know, I stopped doing burlesque, but I need y'all to put some respect on Chicago's name. Uh, Chicago has consistently put out amazing performers left, right, and center. And, you know, we may not be the flashiest, but we sure are workhorses. (laughs) Then again, it's well, kind of like Chicago itself. We are a working ass city. And so I want to shout out all of the people who represented Team Shy. So I want to shout out my bestie and partner in crime, Dusty Balls, who literally changed the game by performing in Movers and Shakers. And I am so, so proud of him as a trans man who was out there on that stage showing people what drag kings can do, showing people what stillness means, showing people what it's like to hold space and just to give that dusty balls magic. It was so amazing to see. And I was just in the the sidelines, just trying very hard not to cry, watching how amazing he was on that stage. And friends, if you want to see what a fucking drag king can do, you need to go find dusty balls immediately. You also need to hire him and pay him his rate and then some. Um, I also want to shout out Miss B. LaRose who competed in Best Debut. Oh my God. It, I'm also just so excited that the rest of the world gets to see B. B is one of those performers where you just watch her perform and you're like, who the hell is this person? And and how how does she do that? And just watching her on stage and just the fierceness, but the softness and the badassery, but also at the same time, the precision and just the care and the the magic that she puts on stage is just absolutely outstanding. And I cannot be prouder of B. And she just, oh, she just rocked those stages. And I'm so excited to see her start to get more national and international notoriety. And I cannot wait to see what's coming up next. Oh, I feel so excited. Um, I also want to shout out Gia Lady who competed for Mix Exotic World. Uh, Just, oh my God, I watched her do that sneak act at Untitled, which is one of the venues here in Chicago. The week before we all left, I think it was the week before we all left or two weeks before we all left for Behoff. And my jaw hit the floor just seeing how beautifully 
Gia was able to embody those movements and to move across the stage. And it's very rare to see a performer who is so fully present in their bodies um, as Gia Lady is. And it was magical to see. And oh, yeah, it, it's still just kind of giving me shivers thinking about just how that she was able to manipulate that that snake prop and just it was just outstanding it was outstanding um and now to our regent of burlesque uh randy phillips mr faggotty randy i i am so glad that you are now ours i am so glad that you're now ours and i know that yes people are gonna say um you know, you're still part Seattle, but you know what? I'm claiming you as ours. Tough niggies, you're ours now. Uh, I remember as you were creating the Butthole Act, and I remember, this is what happens when you work outside. Um, I remember everything from trying to get the fans the right shades to just exactly how you're going to manipulate the work and just what costuming could look like. And just, I remember some of the early runs of Butthole and my God, my God, to see your level of comedic timing and boldness and stage presence and just owning every single juicy bit of that stage and how you make everyone fall in love with you from the moment you step out onto that stage until the moment that you were backstage, that for me, it was absolutely a no-brainer that you were in the top three. It's absolutely a no-brainer. And I am just so excited again to see you grow up and blow up and just, oh my God, I, I'm just, I'm so, so excited. And I am so honored to consider you a friend. And yeah, you're just the bee's knees. You're the bee's knees. Um, and finally, I want to give a congratulations to our Kang uh Mr. Exotic World 2022, Pinot Noir. Um, I tell people all the time that Pinot is one of the very few people, I can count them maybe on one handful, that can ask me to do anything and I will do it for them. Um, a little inside baseball. I was going to leave the weekender on Friday night. I was not going to be there for Friday night. Uh, I had a gig in Detroit and I was going to leave Friday night and be in Detroit early Saturday morning. I told this to Pino as we were sitting down at a venue. I think it was the Drifter. And Pino looks at me and is like, seriously? You're not going to be there for my step down? And just, I felt like, I, oh, the levels of disappointment. Oh, the levels of disappointment. So I literally sat there and I changed my flight. I had to get an entirely different airline because the airline I had currently was working with does not have a direct flight. So had to get a completely different flight, had to completely change everything around. Um, it didn't really cost anything, but it was just a matter of time and, and uh, switching things around. But again, if Pino asks you to do something, you're absolutely going to do it. And I, I can't even express fully how honored I was to be a part of that step down. Oh, I'm going to try not to cry while doing this. Just how honored I was to be a part of that step down and to see all of this beautiful blackness and to see the joy on everyone's faces from all of the rehearsals to the videos to being backstage and just being so filled with 
excitement and joy and to know that Pino did this for his stepdad. It could have been very much an all about him adventure where it was just him on stage. But instead of doing that, his immediate thought was, how can I make sure to spotlight the past, present and future of Black Burlesque on that stage? And to be able to do so in a way that was so incredibly Black and so incredibly fun and so incredibly just brilliant. Um, my God, doing the whiz, doing the whiz was on the Behoff stage. And just even looking at photos, I haven't even gotten to watch it yet, but just looking at photos, it absolutely looked like a Broadway production. And so just shout out to him and also shout out to Randy too for... Uh, doing the the video and helping with like the light cues and all of those things. Um, But again, just like that's, that's our burlesque. That's our burlesque is to pick others up as we climb and to include others um, because burlesque and inclusion is not a pie. If you get a bigger slice, it doesn't mean it's a smaller slice. It is an ever-expanding rubber band. And the more that the band expands, the more that everybody can get in. So I just wanted to to thank Pino. And I just want to thank all of my Chicago crew. I also want to give a special shout out to Dahlia Fatal, who was literally there as a, sport, a support bra the entire weekend. Um, yeah, Dahlia wasn't competing, wasn't performing, but was absolutely there with all of us from start to finish just to make sure we were okay make sure we had everything um and just to to be a support so i want to shout out dahlia too uh oof. yeah i didn't, wasn't sure i wasn't sure how long i was going to get before i started crying but here we are uh pulling back a little bit more uh just the entire behoff experience it was so wonderful being able to see friends and folks that I hadn't seen in years, folks that I only knew from the internet, um, and to be able to mix and mingle and feel like it's a family reunion everywhere you turn around, just to have that moment of, oh my God, hi, or oh my God, hi. Um, I was a little worried at first because I don't always look the same in and out of hair and makeup, Um, (laughs) but I shouldn't have worried about that at all. I guess I'm distinctive enough outside of hair and makeup that, you know, I I didn't really have to worry much about who are you, Um, but it was great. Also, again, to spend more time with our Chicago folks, like being able to see Red Rum here. I was absolutely living for all of Red Rum's pictures and journeys through Behoff. It was so incredibly cool. And then to see Thorn out for the very first time. Um, I think I saw Phaedra back and I didn't get a chance to say hi. Again, more Chicago folks. Every time you turn around, there's someone from Chicago. Um, but to be able to see your friends and fam the whole way through, uh, to be able to have moments like with Lady Sapphire Noir and with Android Allure and to have all of these moments, um, and just to know, yeah, your your burlesque family really is your family. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And to be able to be with the legends and to hang out like with, you know, Sean on the Black, Black Venus. Um, I just, I think I just want to be adopted by her, actually. I think that's what it is. I really just want to be adopted by her, like officially. I think she's just the best thing smoking. She's, oh, she's so wonderful. And to be able to hang out with and talk with the legends, like having a brief conversation with Madam E at the end of Friday Night Show, um, and to see Judith 
your design it was just it was just amazing it just everywhere you turned and walked it was just great to be able to see family i think the other really cool thing about um behoff was the ability to not <laughs> there were times i was like i can't really i'm over people and i can't do things but you just kind of don't after a while and no one no one really held that against you. It felt like this year's theme was definitely comfort. And that was not just in our clothing and our styling, but comfort with each other, comfort with ourselves, just comfort overall, which was really, really wonderful. Um, I also want to thank, like, Behoff itself. Like, Dustin is fantastic and has been able to navigate a lot of really difficult challenges over the past couple of years and is listening to the community. And um, yeah, I think that that's wonderful. And you have folks like Desiree who give their heart and soul to burlesque every single year and to be off every single year. And it's just, it's just really cool to see the passion and dedication. So, um, so I wasn't there on Saturday. So I, had to kind of watch the videos uh, secondhand and that, that'll be what my weekend really is. But I do also want to shout out our uh, court this year for Behoff. So I want to shout out Margo Mayhem for best debut. I am so freaking delighted that well done silly burlesque is getting its moment. Um, yes, I appreciate sexy burlesque. I really do. I think it's wonderful. I think smoldering, sexy, hot burlesque is fun. But I also think silly burlesque is amazing. To be able to be sexy and silly and fun and to be able to laugh at yourself and with yourself, I think is something incredibly difficult, magical to do. And Margot is a true grandmaster when it comes to being able to do that. And so I'm so excited that Margot won Best Debut and I cannot wait to see her be crowned in the future as queen. I just want to shout out Android Allure for being first runner-up for Best Debut. My God, baby. Um, I remember seeing him at What the Funk last year and woof! I'm, wow, wow. I cannot wait to see where they go next and just to be able to move like that and just to be able to bring ball culture in. Oh, I just, I can't wait. Um, then to our court again, I already spoke about Randy and could um, speak about Randy forever. And then Moscato being our princess of burlesque. Moscato is just an ethereal being at this point. You know how you sometimes just see performers and you're just not exactly sure that they're real all the time. Moscato is one of those performers for me. It's like, I'm, I know she's real, but I'm not sure she's real. And it's just exquisite to watch her perform. And it is just, oh, wow. I, I just, I just take notes every single time. And then I get in the studio and I'm like, well, that's not going to work. But it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And our new queen samson knight oh my god i i could probably have an entire podcast on just how much i love sam um samson is that incredibly rare combination of strength and humility of grace but discipline um it is 
an absolute joy to see Samson in all aspects, not not even just on the stage, just as a living, breathing human being. It is just a joy to see Sam. And every time I see Samson on the stage, it makes me angry because it's so good. And then it makes me want to be a better burlesque performer. And to know that he is even a better human off stage than he is a performer on stage is frankly disrespectful. It's just disrespectful, but I absolutely love it. And I also am tickled by the fact that now uh, the entire collective known as Bodysuit has a king, a queen, and a regent. I am so excited about that. Um, Bodysuit is all royalty now. And frankly, I think that their branding needs to reflect that. Just a note. Um, pulling out, I guess, a little bit further. I think we still need to remember what exactly the Weekender is for. The Weekender is a way of, yes, it's a way of us all getting together. And yes, it is a competition. And yes, it is a showcase and wonderful burlesque, but it is also a fundraiser. It is a fundraiser for our museum. It is a fundraiser for internal operations. It is a fundraiser to help with our legends. And so even despite or because of all of the stuff that happens at the Weekender, let's never forget what Behoff actually is. And so when we are not celebrating, when it is not time for competition season, let's also remember why we're doing all of this. So please make sure that you are still donating to the museum. I tend to do it monthly. I have the monthly subscription thingy. It's great. Um, if ever you're in Las Vegas, even outside of Behoff, go see the museum. Go see the museum. Um, go support it. Know your history. Know where you're coming from. Know where you are. Know where we're going. So it's just kind of my little note about Behoff itself. Um, let's see, what else? Oh my gosh. I feel like there's just such an overwhelming kind of overwhelming scope of emotions and things that have, have happened over my time there. Um, I guess the big elephant in the room was some of the post-Weekender stuff that came out, especially from folks like Amber Ray, which is wildly disappointing but frankly not unexpected um it's okay to have feelings whatever those feelings are it is not okay to punch down on others while expressing your feelings it is also not okay to not think through your motivations and your reasonings before you start expressing those feelings this is why I really need more people to get journals. This is why I really need more people to have group chats with their friends. I need people to start utilizing the notes app on their phone more frequently and to sit on things for a day before they post them to the internet. Making that post not only was horribly, horribly turfy. And for those who don't know what a turf is, it's a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Um, it was just a shitty thing to post. Like, it wasn't even 24 hours of reveling in the joy of a successful weekender and crowning a new court before you go in and try to suck all the air out of the room. Like, that's just shitty. You know, it, you know even if what you were saying wasn't even more horrible. Just doing that and throwing a pile of poop in everyone's celebration 
is just a shitty thing to do. And that that shouldn't abide. Um, everyone will treat it how they're going to treat it. And I, and I think that everyone should be able to think about what works for them in terms of what their level of discomfort is. Um, I know for myself, I had purchased flowers from Amber during the weekender and I returned them. Um, I cannot in good faith and conscious wear merchandise created by somebody who holds those views. Um, that's just so opposed to what I believe in and who I am that I in good conscience could not wear those. And I think that um, for me that that kind of protest is more in line to what I am more comfortable in doing. I'm not, I don't put stuff online. I don't, I don't do that. Um, but I am happy to protest with my dollars. Um, and yeah, I, I am also looking for other folks who do flower stuff too. It's just let me know. Um, but I guess overall, those are my thoughts about the Beehoff weekend itself. I'll probably do another one of these talking about Keyhole and Panama and some of the other stuff coming up. Um, this is shaping up to be a really cool and fantastic summer for me personally. And it's also shaping up to be a really cool summer for those that I love dearly. And I am so excited to see everyone blossom and grow and become even better versions of themselves than they already are. And um, yeah. Oh, shoot. Before I forget, um, two other little things. One, uh, Gina Bonbon is an absolutely fucking amazing comedian. I did not know that we were going to get a tight five from Gina and I I'm delighted I clutched my pearls I was blushing the entire time I was like I am too young to be hearing these jokes um but Gina's absolutely amazing and a comedian I even if she decides not to perform anymore you just hire her on to do a set wow that was so good um also I got to hang out a little bit with Simone de la Ghetto and I still don't kind of know how to act right now just Simone is just cool just super cool like the kind of cool I want to aspire to and I don't know if I'll ever get there I think I'm still a little too dorky for that but oh so cool okay those are the last two things um as you can tell this is definitely not a um this is not definitely a, a very kind of styled uh, podcast this is literally sitting in my closet sharing my feelings about this I think it's easier to do that than it is to type um, just know that I absolutely love you all and I'd love to hear about your thoughts and feedback about Behoff. Yes, I have been reading everybody's stuff. I am nosy as hell. I've been reading, but I'd love to, to know your thoughts and kind of how you feel about it. And to those who didn't go, how did the live stream work out for you? Is that a thing? I'm, I'm very curious to see how that will work in the future. Um, but yeah, just know that I love you all and... I am so excited to have been able to spend time with so many of you. And for those I didn't get to see um, that were there, just know that it was very overwhelming. And I, I hope that we get to cross paths again very, very soon. Um, now to get myself together for all of the Juneteenth Spectacular shows. By the way, go see a Juneteenth show in your area. And if you can't go see a show, cut a check, send some money. Um, 
excited to do all of that and then excited to get back out on the road for the beginning of July where I will be a feature at the Colorado Burlesque Festival. So friends, I will see y'all in Denver at the beginning of July, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, until then, keep an eye out on uh, my website. And I think I'm toying with the idea and I'll probably do it. Um, it's been a year since my Playboy cover and I still have a few copies left. So I might run a little sale on some of those too. I might, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, if you get this far, let me know if you'd want that or not. So friends, again, I love you all dearly. And I hope to speak with you very, very soon. Have a good one. Bye.